this thing. No title again. Is it rolling, Bob? Okay. Welcome to Mossport. It is Friday, June the 15th, 16th, sorry. Uh, just after 1 o'clock in the afternoon, I've been here for about an hour, uh, parked in exactly, you know, within a few feet of where I always park. Uh, I'm sitting in my folding chair, unfolded, and uh, I have a clear view of that little opening just uh, above the tunnels where I can see the cars going by. So it's, it's from a distance, but I'm in view of the track, which is nice. I've got a line of sight, and I just make sure for the rest of the weekend nobody parks in front of me. It's pretty hard because it's, this is on a, a slope uh, right behind me. Beside and behind is a, uh, a young lady in a Mini Cooper from Niagara Falls, Ontario, camping in a tent. Um, was coming with a boyfriend, ended the relationship, and is here on her own, so we've already made friends. I welcomed her, it's her first time, and I said she's got a good spot. Um, near corner two, I have not adventured up to my corner. Um, that's just requires a little more effort than I'm ready to put in right now. Um, I uh, have already had my tuna wrap and some... Uh, very tasty, uh, you know, ten vegetable juice type thing, you know, um, which was a last minute packing, but I'm afraid I'm going to go through that very quickly. That's another addition. It feels like you're, you're getting real food and vegetables when you drink this thick tomatoey juice with carrots and everything else in it. Very tasty. So uh, that's going to become a new staple. Um, and just, I'm fully packed, fully loaded, was ready to go. I left at 11. I was, you know, aiming for 10.30, and 11 was just fine. Um, the reason for the delay, if you don't mind me telling you, and what would you do to let me know that you do mind me telling? I think that's not a whole lot. I woke up at 5. Yuki has taken to sleeping on my pillow, and uh, so every time I move over, you know, either she wakes up or I wake up or something happens and next thing you know I'm talking to her. Um, oh, here comes another port. Oh, two Porsches. And they're not going to block my view, which is great. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> and it means nobody else coming in with a big caravan or trailer can park there now. So this is good. Uh, I need screeners. Anyway, 5 o'clock this morning I woke up and suddenly I thought, okay, now what I need is some wraps. I did not buy, you know, these tortilla wraps, you can get 10 in a pack. I didn't buy them yesterday and yet I have, we had leftover chicken from last night. And I had leftover tuna salad and I bought some pulled pork and what do you need with all that? You need wraps. So uh, I kind of left two for my son because there's a little extra chicken and took the other eight. And then this morning before leaving made three of them. So... A lot of these conversations when I go camping are about 
preparation and packing and routines and, and you know, becoming more efficient. Well, 5 o'clock in the morning, realizing, gee, I wanted to, I finished my book yesterday uh, waiting for my son at the uh, driver's road test. And uh, so I finished Wager about the uh, very, very interesting story about a, a shipwreck and mutiny and murder and all these things back in the 1740s. Fascinating story and, and well documented. So anyway, that was finished. Then maybe I'll get a new book. So the plan was instead of getting ready to the road trek and driving here, I'll first go out in the uh, Toyota return that book to the library and then just pop in quickly and see if there's anything else in the new section which is the section I go to I've told you that before and uh, sure enough there was a, um, a biography I think it was called Page Boy might have been by Ellen Page about her sort of coming out and it's autobiography and I, I just love autobiographies and this will be an interesting one because I loved her in Juno when, it, when I thought she was a cute her and now uh, she's a he, or he's a he. Um, so that's going to be fun. So that was perfect. And then right across the street from the library, and the other libraries on Markham Road, right on Markham Road at Cedarbury Mall also, where I was able to race in, find exactly the wraps I wanted, nothing else, straight out, and uh, back home, made the sandwiches, and uh, here we are. So, Yeah. The brain, I guess what the point I wanted to make, people worry about getting old and forgetful and so on, but my brain at 75 is still working. Like that was like five o'clock, okay, what do you need to do? How are you going to do it? Where, you know, where, where, where are things, you know, and I think, do I go to this, um, you know, food shop or that one, you know, way up on Ellesmere? No, these two are the closest to you. Do the library at the same time. It's perfect, and I feel so good about pulling that off. Like having a clear thought, waking at five and having a clear plan of what to do next. The brain is working. I am not worried about Alzheimer's or being overly forgetful. It doesn't matter if I'm forgetful. Nope, two Porsches have decided not to uh, not to stay. Hmm. Okay. There go my blockers. Uh, anyway, uh, there there are cars racing along the track now. These are the uh, looks like these are the Formula open wheeled, maybe the F sixteen or sixteen hundred. Yeah, they're all the same class. Everything is organized by class here. I've got the uh, the the uh, the program. I, this is the vintage racing weekend. So we're seeing older cars here, and uh, they divide them up. So you've got, you know, you've got your Mazdas, you've got your Minis, you still get Corvettes and Mustangs in uh, later classes, and it's three days of racing. So you've got your, um, I'm going to read out the classes, because some of you will want to know, or I will feel the the need to tell you. Pre-war cars, now there's not many of them at all like a few MGs and so on. Then there's a vintage production, which gets you the Austin Healy's, the Sprites, the uh, Lotus 7, the Triumph TR3 and 4, MGA's, Porsche 356, 
Uh, the cutoff date is December 31st, 1961. So that's vintage production, anything before 1961, which is great. And then as historic production, cutoff date is 1972, the end of 72. And that will give you the Mini Coopers, uh, Volvos, Cortinas, Ford Escorts, um, Shelby um, GT, Lotus Elan, my one of my favorites, MGB Sprites, Midgets, and so on. Okay, that's historic production. And then you've got your classic and modern classic, uh, driven for cars from 2000 uh, up to about 2005, I guess. And this would be your Corvettes, Mustangs, Camaros, Ferraris. I don't know if there's any Ferraris racing. There was last year. BMWs. Porsche and so on. Basically, uh, these are the years 1973 until 97. <clears throat> so those tend to be a little faster. <clears throat> that would be classic and modern classic. Okay? Then there's the Formula Classic, and these are the open wheel or Formula cars. Those are the ones I just mentioned. Uh, not my favorite, but it's a good race because um, these are drivers working their way up. And all the cars are sort of equally competitive, so that helps. Turning the page, we've got some other classes. Let's see, we've got Sports 2000. Uh, these are some of the oddballs, I guess. Uh, gosh, don't even know what they are. Two-seat, mid-engine, open-cockpit, open-bodied sports prototype race cars. All right. Uh, F-1600, entry-level, single-seat, open-wheel formula cars. Okay. And um, that's it. So there you go. So great fun. Great place to be. Uh, friendly people. And I'm just grateful. And so far, even me being here with my uh, four-wheeler, there's there's just no difference. I'm parked in the same place. I'm sitting in the same chairs. Uh, I'll notice it when I um, head up the hill. It's a lot trickier going up the road with one of these things, and, and anything steep is hard, but I, I, I'll make it up to corner two or later on. The only thing is I won't be able to drag a chair with me. Um, but fortunately, my uh, four-wheeler has its own chair and a little case so I can put beer in there or whatever. So we're good that way. And then I'm the spot where I am is sort of midway between corner two and the paddock and... Publican Ale is a sponsor this weekend, so there will be beer. Um, I'm going to see to it that I get some of that. Um, you just go down. They have a party. They have a band. Um, so there's, all, there's always something going on in the paddock area. That's where you get to talk to the drivers, the owners, the mechanics, and um, take lots of neat pictures. And then... If you're smart, you can find your way to where they're handing out beer and uh, also usually freeload some food because they, they do that too. There's always a little party actually on, on the Friday and the Saturday. So there you go. That's your update. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm excited to be. I'm already 11 minutes into that. That's okay. Just getting started. I recognize that uh, with two days of camping and me usually getting a bit high at some point or other, um, these can be long podcasts, so it'll, it'll probably be divided up into two, and if that's the case, well, this is part one. <laughs> Fasten your seatbelts, folks. We're just getting started. Scarborough dude. 
Sandy out from Mossport. Yeah. Have fun. I've got a whole lot more to talk about, about being in the present moment, the stuff that I rehash continually here because it just keeps coming up. But uh, we'll save that for a little later. Ooh, some noise. That's good. Whoa. Signing off. The recorder is on and recording. I was just telling myself, I don't like my Jesus candle. It's uh, it's tall, it's glass, and it's got the image of, uh, you know, white wax, and then the image of Jesus, which you know is going to glow a lot brighter as the candle burns down and the, the wick and the, the flame get behind his face. But right now, it just looks like a, a candle I bought in a dollar store or a buck or two or something. I thought, oh, that'd be cool to have for my road trek, yeah, a Jesus candle. Uh, anyway, I brought it out. I've got... Oh, oh, my light's just burned out. Oh, well, I guess it's good I have the Jesus. Can. Suddenly, he looks a whole lot brighter. Yeah, I had uh, those lights. I guess... Oh, I don't know. I don't know what the power situation is in this baby. I know that my um, fridge isn't working. And that's unfortunate because I've got to get this gas thing fixed. Okay, it should go to gas. I've Googled it. I think I've read ways. I suppose I could go back and read again. Is there something simple I could do? But... Uh, it feels more like I'd have to take it to a, when I'm when I'm having this car serviced for something else. Oh, and by the way, no, it wouldn't be a by the way. It'd be the main thing. Damn, I want my fridge to work on. It's just finicky. I think another road trek owner could probably do it. Somebody, no, try this. Have you tried this? So next time I have a road trek gathering, oh, well, I'd like it to be before then. Anyway, let's not get sidetracked here. Who cares? Uh, well, I do. There's that, and uh, what what's the other? I guess that's the main thing. Yeah, just that. Thought there was another problem, but uh, nope. Anyway, I'm sitting here in the middle seat. I don't normally do this. Usually when I record this time of night or whatever, it's uh, still that Friday night. Um, I'm lying down, you know, and uh, this time, no, I'm uh, sitting up. Last time for this particular race course, my buddy, uh, the Nova Scotia guy, was with me. We did that exactly a year ago. But uh, I'm very happy that I am here. And I mean that. Like, I mean that. Like, oh, good. This feels good. This is great. Good. Good for you. Um, but... You're aware of your own mortality and, and worse, you know, your, your disabilities. And, uh, oh, you don't want them to get too much worse, so you uh, can't do this. Oh, was that, you know, was that your hand shaking? Um, but staying positive is what I was telling the gentleman who was visiting me uh, tonight, uh, the man from Chatham, the electrician from Chatham, um, that uh, we connected with right off the bat. I haven't seen the girl from Niagara Falls uh, since our initial meeting. She tried to help him put up his tent. I haven't seen her since. Um, now, where were we? Yes, chatting with my neighbor. I've got the awning out. It might bother me. I might have to get up in the middle of the night to wind it in because it flaps when a strong breeze comes up. And you get a lot of strong breezes up in these hills in the moss part. So... I saw some good races today, just fun watching the uh, MG and Triumph race, and got some nice pictures, toured, went up into the pits, you know, and uh, took some nice pictures, especially this old, this vintage uh, Lola, Lola 11, this 1956, all silver material, like, it's just, it's the, the aluminum body, it's not painted, it looks so neat, and uh, yeah, a little sign, some nice pictures, so a nice day, and then 
said, well, I'm not going to go up to corner two, and did. Hope I didn't tell you this already. I don't, I don't know if I've spoken to you since, or me, sorry, um, since I first arrived. I've had a good day. Um, and glad now that I'm uh, a little bit, uh, you know, nicely toasted, nicely toasted, and uh, digging things. It's good to be here. It's good to have this freedom. It's good to know there's more fun ahead. And I think it was good to uh, chat with my neighbor uh, under the awning here. Got to know quite a bit about each other and each other's families. I think he probably shared more than I did, but that's fine. I'm good with that. Uh, you know, no, that's probably 50-50. Yeah, I'm still here. I was uh, I was thinking earlier when I was outside, I'd judge people. And I, and I felt I had to make that as confession, you know. Hear me, Jesus, I'm guilty of judging people. And I don't mean to, uh, you know, it, it's it's just... You, you said, yeah, you, 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 you're not seeing them as another... Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I'm doing the wrong thing or not. Judging people. Does everybody judge people? Is that a normal thing to do? And I guess you know you have to explain the terms. And what do I mean by that? Well, I don't know. Don't want to know. But we we had good conversations. We agreed a lot. We we both agreed. Poor fucking America. You are sick, sick, sick. He was telling the story of uh, a surgeon who uh, left, you know, raising his kids. You know, I'm going to Canada. Work and work at uh, U of T instead. I'll give up this prestigious job I have in the states. It's dangerous. The, ki- the kids are getting shot in schools. Canada's a safer haven. So that was an interesting little side. I mean, lots of side stories. So lots of conversation. There was a chance there was a bar, a band playing, a band playing supposedly made up of uh, race drivers, uh, and they were starting to sound pretty good later on. Um, so I could have gone down and joined them. A long walk, far end of the pits. Um, or the paddock, sorry. But, um, yeah, it would have been fun, and probably they probably had the publican beer there, probably would have got a beer, and, uh, yeah, and then the walk back, and the dark, okay, it's not so much fun, and then it just turned into, eh, you don't really need to, you can hear the band, but, you know, you'd be there. Um, but just sit here and chat with your neighbor, and uh, have a, con- a, f- a wide-ranging conversation. Yeah, a wide-ranging conversation. A good thing, as Canadians are wont to do. Is that the right way to phrase that? Um, so, yeah, anyway, yeah, the the, 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 the sadness, the, the, the Canadians, I guess because somebody somebody had asked this friend or, I don't know, it came up, but just a simple question, what do, what do Canadians think of Trump? Oh, I guess you don't know him because maybe you haven't, you don't get our news or follow our paper and it uh, doesn't really matter what Canada thinks. But the shock, you know, and oh my God, I think that was a majority of, uh, of Canadians. This is, oh my God. I, can, um, I don't think it ever reached, the, well, I, I guess it was, I don't know, if it was, was it ever funny having Trump as president? I don't know. Trump, I, I, he, he, a good thing, humor, laughing. I don't just associate that with the, now that's a silly thing to say. Who asked you anyway, Ken? Who the fuck are you? Who cares about your opinion? Well, I'm just speaking on behalf of Canadians, if you don't mind. Saying, yeah, we, the fact that you that this man was your president is frightening. It's frightening. And uh, the arming of the citizenry with, with military weapons, and then, oh my God, hey, they could turn on us any time. Jesus, holy fuck, if they decide to march across the border with their guns, most the average Canadian isn't prepared for an onslaught like that. Hopefully we don't have it. Hopefully things will remain calm, remain calm. Don't do anything irrational and crazy. Or dangerous. Anyway. Yeah. So the conversation I think was made 
a great deal more interesting after I had the talk. Talks. And then uh, just another little round outside as I sat and looked. From this viewpoint, like I'm, I'm in the same spot each time. It is a thing. It is a thing. I'd be sitting, looking, okay, this is a view. There's the paddocks. There's the lights uh, as they are, you know. Good to come back. Want to come again. And uh, But it's a, it's a place. It's a place. I'm parked in the same direction, looking out the same view through the front windows as I was outside when I had that other talk. And uh, feeling good to be back here. Glad I came. Glad I came with my wife's blessing, you know. And uh, I did just send her a message, you know, if she wanted to uh, come up and see the races. Come up and join me tomorrow. I don't think she will. I think she'd have things that she'd enjoy more. But uh, sent a nice little picture, a yellow and a red, two, uh, two triumphs on the track. It was a nice little picture. I got some nice pictures. I'm happy about that. So I'm happy I went up to uh, by the Moog Bridge and uh, sat under there for a while. Sat under the shelter of Concession 2 when the rain came, when the... Uh, when the MG race and the um, uh, Triumph race was going on, so a lot of people just pulled out, you know, hey, I'm not going to wreck my, wreck my car in that rain. And these are open, you know, these are open. Uh, only a few had tops. Yeah, that, that rain is pelting down on his helmet and the track. But uh, anyway, it, it eventually stopped and dried up, and they kept racing. It was fun, and they took some nice pictures. I wanted to send them to the uh, Nova Scotia guy, because he's a Triumph guy, and he was the guy I was with here last year. Don't know why um not together this year, but I think it was, uh, I don't think it... It even came up. I think that's okay. I'm glad to be back. I'm probably going to stop uh, talking soon. I'm, I don't think there was ever a thread for me to lose. Well, that's a good line, isn't it? I don't think there was ever a thread for me to lose. Oh, that is a good line. <laughs> uh, yeah. And it'll be a good line tomorrow. You bet your sweet bippy. Never liked Wayne and Schuster. Never liked Wayne and Schuster. There's something just too Toronto about them. It was just such a corny, weak humor. Never liked them. I mean, people love them. People from Toronto. Um, did like the Smothers Brothers a great deal. Did like the Smothers Brothers. Yeah. Anyway, I'm. I'm. I guess is that is that enough to share? Is that, uh, is that do I have to jam that down your throat? All right. I'm for Christ's sake. I'm happy. No, I really am. <laughs> I know it doesn't sound like that. I know I shouldn't have to be convincing you or me, for the matter that I'm happy. What would you think? Yeah, I'm having fun. And, and a good part of my life, I want to have fun. I mean, I was that simple a, a person. I am, to a large degree, still that simple a person. I like to have fun. I like to feel good. Oh, no. <laughs> Get rid of that one. Yeah, that's the, you could say that if you're a drug addict. Oh, my God, don't say that. I like to feel good. Yeah, well, feel good you, buddy. Anyway... Yeah, I know, I'm getting a little silly, but uh, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at right now. Whew. So I think what I'm going to do is, I'm reading, oh yes, oh yes, Page Boy. I'm reading Page Boy. I think it's the name of the book, Page Boy, I'm pretty sure it is. And you know who it is, the, um, that person who I thought was just so cute and uh, liked so much in Juno, that young girl. And uh, now this book is uh, the transition from that young girl to this person who's on the cover who... Uh, as a boy, I just I simply don't like the looks of it. It's not my business. It's not my business. That's who he wants to be. That's who he is. It doesn't matter if I like it or not. And uh, he is saying, thank you for allowing me to be this person. Because I always knew from the beginning it was different. And this was, this was a big part of the discussion. And I think it launched our discussion when we were talking about family, about uh, the line I like to bring up, the, the importance of the DNA, the, the differences in, in our humans, you know, arguing if we, uh, we weren't as different we'd be, still be in caves, still be clubbing each other. 
but the diversity, and, and it was preaching diversity, preaching the, the, the genetic diversity, and, and it, it's harder sometimes to see, oh, no, and we're talking about all races, buddy, the planet-wide diversity, that's what we have to embrace, oh, that's a little harder, I've seen some nasty people um, in other places, people I didn't like, hmm, gosh, what's that mean? Bullies. I, I guess I don't like bullies anyway. Anybody who's a bully, I don't, I don't like bullies. Fuck you, bully. You bully. Whew. There's a lot of bullies around. There's a lot of people who believe in the, the use of physical violence. Oh my god, what a horrible thing to do to anybody. Use physical violence against them. Hurt them. Hurt them. Hurt their home. Hurt their family. Hurt their life. Come on. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. It's not nice. How do you how do you spread the stop it movement? Stop fighting, stop killing, stop hating, stop being so afraid. Hey, humans. Wake up and smell the roses. Anyway, maybe I uh, maybe I feel like talking to you to me. So, uh, you know, you can't tell me to hang up. You can hang up. Sure, go ahead. Do whatever. You probably tuned out long ago. Yeah, I was playing Rod- Rodney Dangerfield in my mind, but it wasn't it wasn't worth me doing it out loud. Don't get respect uh, bit. It was a wonderful bit. I mean, him, you know, the the tie just too tight around his collar. He's just got to let off steam. I mean, he was Rodney Dangerfield was funny. He was funny. The world was a better place for uh, for a lot of comics. A lot of you know, entertainers is a weird thing because you tie it up to Hollywood and movies and 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 sometimes messed up lives and too much money and. Uh, I, I guess this thing, when I think of the Roman Empire, and we know what happened and what's, you know, the course of history, and you see this extreme between rich and poor, and people with power and, and uh, slaves, and people just, uh, you know, this ranking, and, and the extravagance, and then the, the sports, the, the, the cruel sports of these killing animals against. What, you know, how unkind were you to make humans and animals suffer in an arena for your entertainment? You fuckers! You fuckers! What, some are still doing that with bulls? What, you fuckers, come on. Learn to dance instead. Um, cruelty, anywhere. Cruelty, pain, pain to any animals. It's a horrible, horrible thing. So now how do we get on it? Ah, the Roman Empire. And, uh, of course, I was going to link it to America today. How and why? How and why was I going to do that? Uh, so, yeah, the extremes, the entertainment, the wealthy industry, the, the fact that, you know, there are these elite sports people and elite... Actors and actresses, and I guess they lead anybody. I mean, hey, I'm glad we have elite brain surgeons. Okay, so nothing wrong with that. It's just, it's the, un, the, the, I'm, I sound like a cliche saying this, you know. <sighs> Share, the, the wealth shared in, in fairer ways, maybe? I don't know. And yet, you know, what is that wealth? Are they, are they creating that wealth? Where's that wealth coming from? Where are they getting that money? Now, what I want to know, here's my question, here's my question. I've raised this, and boy, if any of you out there has any desire to be a cub reporter, you know, and get a, get a story... Uh, this is a story I like to get. I'd like to find out when I go and have the laser surgery, you know, and I'm going to go and have the cataracts removed. So I'm not going to get the free one. I've already decided. No, no, they've, they've sold me. They've sold me $150 each eye for the laser measurement properly, you know, know the, the, um, the proper lens and shape and everything else to put in. We'll have it perfect. And, and boy, it's really going to help your, your eyesight. So, but you've got to have that. First, the measurements. And then for each eye, well, these lenses, this is the best lens. This is really going to be suit you. You don't need anything more expensive than this, $525 each. But I, what I'd like the reporter to do is to investigate about where exactly is that money going? Like what checks are you They say it's office fees and hospital fees. They've split it. Okay. So so can I really just assume that is going to the hospital where the surgery was done? Okay. All right. Can you prove, just prove that? Show me the receipts, whatever. Get somebody to do the legwork, you know. 
and find that out. And then the rest through the office. Like, with the, you, how much do you guys get extra? And, of course, it's going to be more than if you just stayed within, you know, and were doctors working at the hospital. This is a private clinic that's offering this, right? This is where we're going to be getting our new hips and knees, private clinics. And I'm sure there's going to be better hips and knees if you want to pay the little extra. But I, I just like to know, where, where's that? I think it's a fair question. Where's the money going? Like, okay, how much, how much do they get? But there's bonuses and tied up in a company. Is it got investment somewhere? And um, why do for me to get those lenses? Like, I want to, I don't, okay, I'll pay for it because I want the good ones. You've convinced me. I need the good ones. All right, all right, I'm going to pay. Not the, you know, these, these are good. I'll be glad of it. Yeah, I'll see better and I'll see in the dark better. And I'll see the colors better. Yeah, promise me all these things. Of course I want them. But I'd feel better if I knew, you know, just a fair price. Oh my God, those lenses really do cost a lot. We only make just a little bit. What you're, what you're paying for is that that lens. Oh, okay, well, yeah, I'd like to see a breakdown of that. That'd be interesting. Where, where you know, what's the lab sell them to you guys for? You know, just a breakdown of the cost involved. These the private clinics is basically what I'm asking. You know, I'm sure research reporters have already done that, but I, I haven't found. Maybe Milan could direct me to that article. He's good at that, putting out a link to something. So uh, maybe uh, Milan, if you're listening. Get me all you can on where that money is going to these private clinics to have your cataracts removed. You got it? Yeah. Yeah, have a stogie. Well, that was fun. Yeah, so reading about, uh, I guess I knew her as Ellen Page, was that it? The one who was stout in judo? And and boy, how I loved her and how... But, 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 here's the thing. Remember, I guess I already told you the 5 a.m. plan. Did I already even tell you that's the book I got and I'm reading? I don't know. This morning, off to a good start, doing the shopping, getting the, uh, yeah, going to the library. So I'm happy to be reading it. It's a lot about Nova Scotia, a little bit of Canadian history. Like, it's written for an American audience. That's what I like about it. She's talking about the Nova Scotia, the explosion, you know, the Halifax explosion. And she's putting a lot of information in there. And giving a little Canadian history growing up in Nova Scotia. So uh, I'm, I'm already impressed. And I thank, thank him. Thank him already. I'm not joking when I say that because I've got to understand this is very important. It's not, she never wanted to be her. She was born in that female body, but that wasn't who she, he was. Okay. Anyway, I think it's good for me. I'm glad to be reading that book. I'm glad. I'm just, I'm so, again, I was telling this gentleman, Kevin, man, electrician from Chatham, um, that, um, what was I telling him? I was just going to tell you what I was telling him. Here we go again. It happened last podcast, didn't it? And the, the more I talk trying to uh, dig myself out of the hole, the deeper I'm getting into the hole, because now it's further away. Whatever it was, I was uh, trying to remember to tell you, it's gone. It was about Kevin, conversation, and the talk, no, no, no. Anyway, clearly. Clearly, you know, and I know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah, and I had a lot of time just to think today before the talks, just thinking, re- reflecting, oh my God, that's, you know, the stories I've told here, and maybe I'm glad that I have this outlet to be open to talking. I guess, I mean, a lot of people would judge me in the way I judge people, you know, yeah, can't, this. yeah, all right, you know, he's that. Well, I'm me, all right, I'm me. I'm doing my best being me. It's, it's, it's been a struggle being me, and I, I fought some battles. I fought some battles, and uh, I'm glad of it. I'm stronger for it. And I guess maybe we all have to fight our own battles. We have we have our own battles to well to face. I hate that, I hate that terminology. Fight these battles. No, we have we have things to learn. We have things to learn, and certainly. Um, I don't like the word surrender, but uh, accept, I guess, that, uh, well, what? No, keep questioning. I guess I was going for accept our limited capabilities, but uh, my son would tell me that's an excuse. Um, thinking about children, thinking about family, thinking about that conversation we had tonight, sitting out here. So it was good. It was good that I did not go back as I might have um, in the old days when I was younger. Go down to see the band. 
and uh, get high. And for reasons of just practicality and the energy output required to do that, as opposed to just, no, just sit here under the tarp with uh, the gentleman from next door and uh, have a good conversation. Yeah, that sounds that sounds like a good idea. So anyway, I'm, I'm, I, I circled in, but I have no idea. Um, and I'm going to try and not remember. I'm going to try and drop this topic at all. But it's just sometimes it, it's it's fun to pick at that thread because if you if you ever do find it, and sometimes you do, you say, oh yeah. So you, you sort of wondered how you got there. That was that was one of the topics I brought in. So I did I did work in a few topics. I did work in a few topics, and that was one of them. That's unpredictability of life. But it, yeah, it was actually from the beginning a good position. This this is a man who's very who has skills. This is a man who's worked on many uh, car teams here. You know, coming in, flying in for races and so on as the electrician for racing teams. So he's been he's been involved in racing for a considerable time. And then he had that Volkswagen, I guess, the rest failure. And uh, when it failed or whatever, he made this trailer out of it and just uh, that he can sleep in. And it's it's very nicely made. Like, it's craft. I mean, it looks so cool. And he tows it behind his pickup truck. So he made it into a trailer. He took just the back end of the Westphalia, and it is now a trailer. And it looks lovely. And then in the very back, the tailgate, he made a kitchen. <laughs> Brilliant and attached. He's built a tent that attaches perfectly. A uh, tall stand-up, you know, tent with fly and everything. Um, that attaches to the back of the uh, of the trailer so that the cabinet lid or the the door opens right up into the uh, into the tent and there's his stove and his things and uh he's set up a very very neat little camp so a very a man with very practical skills and we talked about a friend of his who was uh, maybe sailing off into the distance and he was a little concerned he may you know may never return um so a discussion about a, a stranger we discussed about people so and, and we got all the way to the point where he's talking about granddaughters in Australia. Or their mother is teaching them, you're going to write a letter to your grandpa in Canada, and he's going to write a letter back to you. They're teaching them this old thing, a letter writing. Well, so listen, this gentleman beside me has raised a daughter who's raising her daughter very well. He said, this is, this is good upbringing. This is good stuff. So, uh, yeah, a fine operating, good person, a Canadian, a hard worker. I think the biggest uh, chink in the armor over there is really not at all a fan of unions, and that's why I didn't like Windsor. There are all the union people there, and they don't like my foreign truck. So I, 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 I tried to sneak in. I think that's just a little bit of the rivalry between Chatham and Windsor, you know. They both hate each other. But uh, I told him about Shane and Tom and why I like it. And uh, he seemed to know the, oh, yeah, the, the uh, Fog Lounge. Yeah, it's right near an Ethiopian restaurant we go to. I think that's what he said. I am. Yeah, those were his exact words. Uh, anyway, yeah, talked about Ford City and what my good friend Shane had done to build it up and start businesses and clean up the area. These guys, this is Shane Potvin, uh, Tom, what's his name, Tom, French name, isn't it, Lucier, Tom Lucier. Uh, these are go-getters, these boys, these are go-getters. They're making things happening, they're, uh, they were in the rights with a mission. And, uh, yeah, there you go. Hope to see them again soon. Always do enjoy it. Always fun. It's always got to be the right time, and it's always been the right time. I don't know when the right time it will be again, it'll be different, again, first time with the roller. So I'm, all these are firsts again. It's like a new lease on life, you know. I'm getting these first, first on the TTC here, first time the Mossport here, first time, uh, you know, doing this and uh, in each little hurdle. Yeah, good. My tent is, or my awning is flapping a bit, but I'm, I think I'm just going to ignore it and assume it's not going to come down. It's pretty, pretty stable. It's cranked out and it's, you know, I don't think anything bad would happen. I don't think it would just get up and tear right through the middle. No. But the thing is, no, I don't feel like getting up and cranking down the awning. I mean, it's not a hard job. It's not a hard job, but I'm in the dark, and I'm going to be doing that. 
you know, having, having using my roller, there's, you know, there's some things involved, taking the poles down, folding them, stashing them back in, rolling the whole damn thing up. Oh, my God, no. <coughs> I'm trying not to. Sorry, I need a drink, but I got a drink right here of water. All right, have we, have we done enough? I have no idea how long I've been talking. I think I'm giving you a pretty good run, giving me a pretty good run. Um, yeah, it was a... Uh, it was, it was a day well spent. It was a day well spent. I'm pleased about everything about today. I'm, I am pleased about everything about today. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. All right. I think uh, I think it's time to uh, shut this baby down, if you don't mind. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Oh, I think we, we said that, Ken. Just push the button and stop. All right, all right, all right. If you insist. But uh, I'll be back. Bye for now. I, uh, good morning, good morning, Saturday. I just want to tell you how wonderful it is to wake up to that sound. Like you're lying in bed, and you just hear this roar. Um, it's beautiful. That's all. And the sun is shining. Oh, <laughs> uh, Yes. I don't know what race this is. Uh, often they're just uh, time trials um, for upcoming races. But uh, anyway, it's it's great to hear that. You know, I know it's nice to hear the chirping of birds, but it's sure nice to hear the roar of car engines too. All right, that's all. It was just uh, just to say, I I, I have no idea. What <laughs> What I was saying last night, I know I was uh, uh, certainly, wow, wow. I was certainly one toke over the line in the previous clip. Oh, but I was having fun. Believe me, the spot I've got, and I've had it every single time I've come to this track. I don't even know how I found it in the first place. It's just, I mean, I can, I'm sitting, I just opened the door, unfolded my chair, and I can see the cars racing by in this little stretch of straightaway just after they come out of the, uh, the pit lane and on their way to corner two. So uh, you don't, I don't even have to move from my spot with this line. It's beautiful. Uh, more fun when we're up close, but uh, that'll be later on. All right, signing off. And well back there in 11th is that 1962 MG Midget. As the lead pack works on the start-finish straightaway, there is the 28 of Lambrinos trying to keep it close, but... Uh, he has uh, lost contact with that front running five that are separated by just about two. Last lap again, the pace up front, a minute 46, a minute 47, and we come up now on less than seven minutes to go before that. 
Well, young tires up 1600, so all set to go here for their qualifying. I believe we had about.
we're racing mid at Barrack Vintage Grand Prix one. The group here for group five. Best lap of the race, 
on that previous lap, 1 minute 35.2. Continues to set the pace here, working lap number five. As he has put lap four up on the board, has opened up 16 seconds on Rocco Marciello. sound so I just put it in the little carrier on my Nexus where I also had a container a thermos of lemonade lemonade is very very sticky and um, when these bottles are lying on their side they are not what you'd call leak proof so things got wet so I'm recording now Anyway, I'm sitting this race out. I've just come down from corner two. I gotta tell you, I can get around with this thing with the uh, the rotor, but on sort of unpaved, rugged roads going downhill, it is it's not fun. You've got the brakes on both of them, and the brakes don't really stop. It's just a little thing that comes down over the wheel when you squeeze a pedal. It doesn't really do much to stop anything. Do not over, what is it, over what? Do not over break, do not over, I don't know. Um, anyway, and so you're just, you're, you're, you've got a look of fear on your face. People do, so I'm the only person here, I haven't even seen anybody with a cane. I'm the only person here with any kind of aid. Uh, and that's fine. Anyway, Ellen. Well, that was it. It was Ellen Page. Start 
computer. I didn't realize how many films uh, this person had been in. And TV stretches. Back when she was a she, sorry. Uh, was a child star. And um, it's, it's, a, it's a, a, a gritty read. Goes into... Can I say his horror? Sex life? I guess now that he has come out as a he, I have the feeling I'm not allowed to reference the she, the person in the past, and yet that seems so difficult. I accept the new Elliot Page, of course, but I still can't help but referring to this other previous life person, and I think that's why I'm uncomfortable about meeting a a friend, a person I know, or knew, thought I knew quite well, who, uh, I guess in the past year or so, um, transed, is it transed, can I use it as a verb, into a a very attractive woman, and uh, posts a lot about it, and the struggles. And I've not been able to erase the person I knew before as a male. And and so I know it will be awkward, and yet I feel it's a step some time along the line I have to take, and maybe this person has to take too. I think uh, this person would feel <coughs> probably more awkward than me, but uh, maybe in the end it might be a helpful thing. I would hope so. But anyway, I'm not ready, but meanwhile reading the story of the struggles of growing up and knowing even though you're in a, a girl's body you're not a girl you don't want to be a girl you don't want to wear dresses you want to behave the way you feel which is as a male as a boy uh, when this person was younger when they were younger I guess they maybe is the safest word uh, anyway I'm glad I picked up the book it's a good read but uh, it may seem a little strange reading that here at Mossport, but I, I need a break. I've been watching a lot of races, and, you know, I, uh, I need a break. <laughs> so here I am, back at you uh, a little bit later, after my gummy. I was uh, just going to record the uh, the next lap, and then I see, I think, look like an ambulance get on the track. So you won't get any of the the roaring sounds of these big engine vehicles, but um, we'll find out. Maybe an announcement what happened. Very rare to have an accident here, but there have been. I know somebody was killed at one of these vintage races when I was here before. No uh, protection in the cars. They weren't built like they are now, the new ones. Formula One cars, you've seen them crash and break into pieces and the driver walk gets out. Um, these ones, eh, well, they don't do so well when they hit the concrete wall at speed. The old ones. Anyway, um, yeah, that's about it. I've had my gummy and I'm just going to have a beer. Now, the trouble, I was given a gift, it's a Yeti and it's a beer canned cooler. You stick it in your freezer. And then you you screw off the top, you stick your can in there. It's designed to fit these cans exactly, uh, the uh, the big ones, tall cans. 
and uh, then that screws back on. So you can't see the can if you, like me, you forget. Well, what beer was that? What I had? It's a dark lager, I know, but I had a name, but I can't remember what it was. No. Here comes a race car out of the paddock. That's kind of cute. Just a little baby little thing, rear engine device, just like a toy. Uh, anyway, yeah, I decided I don't need to be sitting in a spot, you know, slightly uncomfortably. If you get a better look at the cars, I'm just going to sit, hang out at my camp, make the most of a weekend to myself, and um, chill, read, continue reading, page boy, and uh, drink my beer. So that's all I got to say. Oh, dear, there's a tow truck towing off one car. Oh, took it loaded and right onto the flatbed. Gosh, what was it? It's got a wing on the back. Oh, I should get my binoculars. So, uh... Oh, oh. together at once because they've been bunched up under a caution flag so you don't get the individual roars as they race right now they're just in line in formation next lap you'll hear them there goes the tow truck oh it looks like a Porsche yeah Porsche with the wing on it red one always uh, great things happening here at, uh, at Mossport and I, I you know I have friends who I think would enjoy this. I mean, I think Doug's a person who would enjoy this. Not everybody, not everybody would. But just to see, like, there goes a really classic old, it's it's got the pointed, is it a Daimler? It's a British sports car. Looked like a a TR7, but it wasn't. Might have been a Daimler. Okay, so, all right, I'll stop and... uh, Maybe I'll, well, what I'll do is I'll pause and I'll wait for the next lap when they're at speed. So hang on. How stupid of me. I just missed recording the opening, snapping open of the beer. Like, that's an occasion. It's the first time I've had this. I'm using my Yeti. It was an occasion. We're celebrating together, you know, and I, I deprived you of it. So uh, you get this recap instead. All right, back to pausing. looking to see which race this is so I can share with you which cars you're hearing 
Yeah, this is, so this is, what is it, it's the afternoon, we just had an open wheel. Oh, this be Group 5. It's about 2.30 in the afternoon, does that make sense? Group 5, yeah. And um, that would be, Group 5 is uh, V Group... Over 2,500 BAI, 2,500 classics modern. These are modern, classic modern. It's a different category. So, classic and modern classic. Cougars in that class. He raced this morning. I don't know if he's uh, he's racing now. He's a guy I talked to last time I was here or the time before. Yeah. A lot of Porsches in that type. It's supposed to be an E-type as well. Oh, hang on, hang on. That was a classic. Oh, it's a classic five. No? All right. Sorry. Sorry. Take that back. Oh, no. Um, you got Mustangs. You got Porsches. There should be Corvettes in there, at least two. Porsche, Mustang, BMW. Okay, so a little faster in the uh, the years. These are in the 80s and 90s. From from 76, from 72, actually, Porsche 911 on to about 89. So let's see if I can see. I'm going to get those uh, binoculars. 73 Datsun racing. binoculars. Bye-bye. The uh, gummy is just starting to what should I say? Kick in. And I'm realizing that I'm in just in a perfect spot. Like, I have my spot. Why do I have to be up there uncomfortable on corner two? I'm at the van. I've got two chairs on my walker out. Like, I've set up like a, a viewing stand. And I have a clear view of this opening in the track where I can see the tops of the cars going by. And it could today. It's good enough. Because I'm comfortable. And just to my left, you know, I mean... It's just, there's the paddocks where I can just walk down to. So this is the spot I always want. This is the spot I always get. And today I'm celebrating that. It's a lovely view. There's just the top. Those three Porsches. I've seen most of the car. Basically, yeah. 
they go. They're all having fun. Like these guys are out there. You know, what, what's the thing? You know, it's, when you think about the car, the fastest. Well, the guys behind the wheel are just having a blast. A lot of these are hobbyists. You know, they're not. They're making a living doing this. This is for fun. And uh, you know, they get some money, some sponsors, and. Uh, Pay mechanics if they can't do it themselves. Oh, there goes the cougar. There goes the Mercury Cougar. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got that one. That's my favorite. And again, I've already, I already mentioned that, I think. Uh, anyway, I'll go see him later. Tell him once again, you got the best sound on the whole track. Friendly guy. Anyway, yeah, so I'm happy to be sitting here in uh, my little place and, and declaring this, this is my place. This is where I choose to be. This is where I want to be. This is where I am. And uh, I am glad of it. I'm very glad of it. I, it just it's, it's like a reminder. It's a, everything is sort of with a, a, a slight taint, a hint of all times like this are finite and how many more times will you will you do this will you be healthy enough to do this will you you know and the answer you always come back to is to be here now you are here you you have a responsibility to make the boast of this the boast of this may sound like that I know the best of this experience and I'm trying to do that. And I, I, I had a thought earlier, I, I suppose, maybe even to my sons, I might seem quite childish, quite, uh, you know, I won't say immature, you know, that's a bit harsh, but, you know, childish in some ways, but, you know, I, I think I said it last night in the recording, I, I want to, uh, I like to play. And part of life with your friends is play it. It's it's just it's fun, you know. And that's why I think of people that I've uh, that have mentioned friendships where you can interact, exchange, play. All right, enough of that. Uh, we'll get back to being here now and uh, watch the races. So uh, I'll give you a, a few more songs. Till the cougar goes by.
There it goes. There it goes. Even side by side with another car because he was going to pass him. Oh, it's such a nice beast of a car. And did you see that? Uh, the uh, Lotus 11. The all silver, unpainted body. Aluminum uh, body. It, it just looks so cool. It's just so cool looking. So to see it race too. It's lovely. And the Lotus 7. And, uh, Lotus 19s. Cars from when I was watching the races here. Uncle Charlie. That may sound funny, but uh, uh, it was it was fun. All right. That was a good roar too. So it must have been a Corvette. Some of them just scream. Nice to see a bunch of them together, like really tight. Again, that was him again. All right, shutting down. Talk to you later.